You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today on the Give Your Life Away podcast, we come to 1 Corinthians 1, 18 through 31. And this is the passage where Paul highlights that the message of Jesus Christ is rather foolish if we're looking at it from the world's perspective. But the foolishness of this message is much wiser than any wisdom that the world has to offer. Listen to 1 Corinthians 1, 18 through 31. For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God the world did not know God through wisdom, it pleased God through the folly of what we preach to save those who believe. For Jews demand signs, and Greeks seek wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews, and folly to Gentiles. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For consider your calling, brothers. Not many of you were wise according to worldly standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are, so that no human being might boast in the presence of God. And because of him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption. So that as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. You know, in the last about 150 years or so, uh, largely, uh, many people in the church have uh, wanted to seek approval from the world, and you've especially seen this in many seminaries and in, in the Christian Academy. The Christian Academy has sought to seek approval from the secular academy. So, so Christian institutions that uh, at once were focused on training men for ministry and training people for uh, the work of the ministry and biblical knowledge then turned to a new endeavor to be credible in the sight of secular academics. And so oftentimes what would happen is Christian institutions or, or Christian professors or instructors would compromise the truths of Scripture in order to be more palatable and acceptable to the world. So I'll give you an example. The world looks at the miracles recorded in the Bible and they shake their head and they, they kind of scoff at those. Because remember, to the world, science, secular science, is preeminent. So if, uh, if you have a miracle, uh, a miracle doesn't really fit nicely and neatly into the scientific method. The scientific method needs something to be repeated. Well, you can't repeat a miracle. God determines to interrupt the normal providence of, uh, that he's designed in human history. He determines to interrupt it and to enact a miracle. You can't tell God to repeat that miracle just so that you can fit the, the scientific method and therefore validate what happened. So the world shakes its head at things like miracles. 
And so for Christians, it's important for us not to compromise Scripture so that the world, without the Holy Spirit illuminating their minds, so that the world looks at us and says, okay, okay, you guys are wise. You're brilliant. You're intelligent. No, the world, if we're speaking rightly about what we believe, the world's going to look at that and think, that is foolish. That is folly. One way to know that you're believing the right thing, that you're articulating the message of Christianity rightly, is when people scoff at it who don't have the Holy Spirit. One thing this does, one reason this is good, is because it shows that the power is in the message of the gospel. Not in our own intellect, not in our own credibility. The power is in the message of Jesus Christ. Christians have one thing in common. Christians look at the cross and they at cross and they don't think it's stupid. They don't think it's foolish. They don't think it's a stumbling block. They look at it and think that message and all that it encompasses is wisdom from heaven. That is powerful. What other way could God demonstrate his perfect justice and his perfect love at the same time? The cross is brilliant. The cross is wisdom. The world looks at that. And they think, you worship a man that died on a cross who was from Nazareth of Galilee 2,000 years ago? You're the fool. I would encourage you, Christian, embrace being a fool for Jesus Christ. You know who else was a fool for Jesus Christ? The Apostle Peter, Martha, Mary, John, Stephen. You know what these people did? They turned the world upside down. For since in the wisdom of God, the world did not know God through wisdom, it pleased God through the folly of what we preach to save those who believe. Keep being a fool for Jesus. Preach about the message that people think is folly and see people one to Christ because they believe in him. And watch their boast go from intellect and wisdom and riches to their boast being in the cross of Jesus Christ. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.